It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Welcome morning. back, everybody, to Operation <laughs> Babble. Good morning, Tivis. How are you doing today? I'm awake. Apparently. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, real quick, do the dirty work. You can find Operation Babble on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and that's it. <laughs> All at Operation Babble. You can also find us on YouTube via the Mike Shrews YouTube channel. All the links are in your description wherever you're listening and or watching this podcast you can also email us at operation babble at outlook.com any questions concerns rants complaints all that fun stuff send it to us send it to us send it to us um if you want to tell us how bad we're doing i don't care <laughs> we'll get to your complaints i probably already know what it is <laughs> um but yeah, just email us, let us know anything, or if you want to be a guest on the show, or even become a sponsor, because I've started getting a few of those, so uh, definitely um, hit us up, and uh, yeah, alright, Tivis, go ahead, do your complaint now, it's probably based on me saying something somewhere. <laughs> Why do you want me to be miserable? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not a member of our facebook group first off why uh, unless you don't have a facebook then yeah you can't be uh, which if you're not a boomer or, or millennial you're probably not on facebook so <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but, but yeah uh, he put out a call to action for terrible movies specifically things that will upset me <laughs> i didn't no 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 that is not what the call was for. Somebody asked in the comments what specifically we're at looking for. Mm-hmm. And I said, just vaguely, mm-hmm. I would like them to be things that would make Tivis hate me. <laughs> so you're looking for things to upset me. <laughs> Uh, and then you proceeded to say uh what the fuck why are you trying to make me quit bitch you can't quit we own you like a wwe contract like (laughs) the cats are fighting in here (laughs) um yeah so if you guys actually want to uh you can leave us comments anywhere too if you want we're actually searching for some worst movie recommendations for a series that will be coming up um i just want ideas it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to pick those specific ones that you give us we're just trying to get a lump of variety put together of them and we'll pick from all of those that we're getting because a lot of them we're getting right now in the group are like basic you know like oh twilight it's not a worst thing i've read the books the books are different it's than the movies. terrible but i've done it <laughs> the books are different than the movies but still i i wouldn't say that they're the worst um i think we also got a uh, star trek uh final, final frontier um was the pick and uh a nemesis is probably the worst of the star trek films so i'm just gonna say that <laughs> so it's probably the only one i've seen too because one of them 
whatever one Picard becomes a Borg in, I've seen that on TV and I okay. was very confused. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, my dart. My dog's barking. Uh, no, Nemesis is the last. It's one of the last where it, they have a clone of Picard. Does that one become a Borg? What's the one where that's Borg Picard? Borg Picard happens. Oh, geez. I believe it was in the show. Was it? I thought it was a movie. Oh, no. It was first. Uh, uh, first contact. Oh, OK. So I've seen a little bit of that film. Because they they deal with um they deal with Borg Picard after he's a Borg and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys can hear, but my ducks are going crazy. Yeah, I bought ducks after I said on the last episode that I was going to buy two ducks. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he's got chicken and ducks now. He's getting a pig soon. Hopefully, don't say that. My wife. <laughs> if listening. his wife lets him. <laughs> oh no, my dog's going crazy. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like, if you're thinking worst movies out there, um, and that they don't necessarily have to be things that Tivis will hate. Trust me. Then I'm, I'm sure there's worst movies out there that Tivis will probably love. I mean, he does like Aquaman. So, uh, <laughs> what's bad about that? <laughs> but no, there's, there's a lot of movies out there that so, are just worse. <laughs> Did you see Mortal Kombat Annihilation on there? That's my preferred of the two. So someone, someone put Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, he's been on the. He's one of your guys' friends. I haven't looked in the group for a minute, so or in since last night, I should say. So I'll double check it. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to uh, leave us comments about a worst movie that you think that we should. Uh, watch and talk about that would definitely uh, appreciate it and um isaac okay yeah uh so yeah just leave us comments email us whatever you want to do or join the facebook group which uh there is a link to the facebook group also in the description people so that concludes links to everything so yeah yeah so yeah that was one of my requirements when I was given access to the stuff. <laughs> Links everywhere. Link it everywhere, man. Um, yeah, so we have a few few ones in there, but uh, as I read them, I'm like, they're not worse because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Someone I also said Starship a- Troopers 2, which I haven't seen, but I know is notoriously terrible. I have a... I have a I guess it's because my definition of worst is probably a lot worse <laughs> than normal people's because I've seen so much uh, stuff. Oh, well, fine. We'll say crap <laughs> in the past. <laughs> um, Shit. Uh, the, the, when I think of worse, I'm like, oh, movies that I would just turn off. <laughs> like, I'm just not finishing it <laughs> type of movie. Um, but I will sit through it for you guys to uh, hear me talk about it in a fun, hyperbolic way. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I had the rate listen to the radio the other day and this song came on called And So It Went by The Pretty Reckless that it came out February of last year. Uh-huh. But I I, abs- I forgot uh, 
the Pretty Reckless had a new album last year. I I absolutely love this band. Do you do, do you know them? They're a rock. Band. I do not know them. No. Do you know their lead singer Taylor Momsen? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it should. She's Cindy Lou. Okay. A uh, phenomenal voice, like honestly, one of the best current like actual rock bands out there. Because most stuff today is more alternative anymore. Oh my god, I have cannot uh, believe how good this. <laughs> yeah, anyone into rock and hasn't listened to this group, go give them a listen to. You will not be disappointed. Like. ACDC is listed as one of their inspirations. And of course, I'm going to like that. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, come on. So, yeah. So I've been jamming out to their stuff lately. Yeah. Sorry, my kid was talking to me. I heard you. Though. <laughs> Did you say kid? Kid. Okay. Because I swear I heard cape. And yep. now I'm concerned. Uh, Doctor Strange got to me too much, man. And it's a cloak. We call them cloaks now. <laughs> uh, have you have you seen this uh, the show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building? I haven't watched anything on Hulu in a very long time, actually. Yeah, I need it's, to. It's a Hulu exclusive that aired back in um, uh, August. And it's ten episodes long. It's made by uh, Steve Martin and John Hoffman. Okay. And it stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, Aaron Dominguez, probably getting that wrong, and Amy (laughs) Ryan. And dude, it's so good. It is. If you like mysteries and it's also a comedy, but it's a really good mystery. Like they give you little bits every episode towards the overall, you know, uh, story. And it's oh. You got to give the show a try. My wife and I are addicted. Okay. I then. How many episodes is? Is it like a limited thing or is it's it ongoing? Ten episodes for the first season. The second season premieres on the twenty eighth. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I don't think I've. I'm trying to remember the last time I even logged on to. <laughs> Did you even watch How I Met Your Father? I have not. Not yet. Oh, dude, that, that no. show is good. I can't wait for season That's two. That's not on Hulu, is it? Yeah, it's a Hulu exclusive. Is it? I did not yeah. know. Oh, shit. It's 20th century. No wonder I can't find it. <laughs> I think I was looking on like Peacock or something. Yeah, no, you're not going to find it there. Uh, I'm not going to find much of anything there. <laughs> uh, unless you want bad wrestling. Oh. Don't go. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Did we? We probably talked about this last time. Sasha Banks, Naomi stuff. Um, I don't recall us talking about any wrestling last episode. But I think we talked about it the, the episode beforehand. Yeah, it's still ongoing and it's such bullshit. But but we do have a wrestling. Uh, uh, uh how how would I say this? A wrestling update for a a legends uh, family member coming into WWE. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Rock's daughter's got a new name. Yes. What is her name, Tivis? 
I don't remember. <laughs> That's how unforgettable it is, right? <laughs> uh, it's fun. I don't understand. They keep getting these. Uh, well, first of all, her name's Simone, if anyone doesn't know that. Uh, they keep getting these legacy wrestlers and then changing their names, but also uh, wanting to push them on the legacy aspect. Like right now they have Rick Steiner's son. But absolutely no mention of Steiner anywhere in his name. Yeah. And I think they even made him stop wearing the metal chain mail on his head. Really? But they want to keep talking about how he's the son of a great one. Huh. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Ava Rain. Ava Rain. Is her, her new... WWE trademark name. You think that it doesn't have anything to do with her family's legacy. Like even when the rock came in, he took his dad's and his grandpa's names and put them. Together. Yeah. <laughs> Some people want her to be known as the pebble. <laughs> well, that's just insulting. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I'm just like, why? Of all the fucking names that WWE comes with, this is why WWE shouldn't make the names anymore. <laughs> they should let their wrestlers make their names. Because this 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 girl is going to be stuck with this. Not to mention, she has some big boots to fill. Like, I feel bad for her because the second she just, like, pitches a promo and sucks at it, the entire wrestling universe is going to attack her because she's not as good as her dad. Which is sad, you know, and and it's it's gonna suck, man. It's gonna suck for her. And that's yeah. all I gotta say about that. Yeah. And what happens when Vince fires her? Will the Rock just finally go somewhere else? Finally, I don't know. I think he's like a, a WWE guy until he dies. I mean, they fired legacy guys before. I mean, Mr. Perfect's son was let go. Yeah. So uh, no one is safe unless you get real popular like Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Well, she was uh, lucky that even Ted DBSE Jr. was let go. I thought he left. Well, maybe like he did. Orton, like Orton left, too. I thought on his own. No, Randy Orton's still there. Or not Orton, sorry, sorry. Um uh oh shit. Talk about Brett's kid? Uh no. Um Oh, what is his name? I'm gonna all the wrestling fans are gonna hate me now because I'm forgetting his name at the moment. Uh Goldust's uh, brother. Uh uh Cody. Cody Rhodes, yes. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's back now, but I thought when he first initially left, he left on his own. And then went and did like the indie circuits and stuff. And then that's when. Yeah, um, he got super popular over in Japan and then uh, Impact and then Ring of Honor. And then they created AEW. Yeah. So, well, did he really create it or did he like co-create it? Uh, he was one of them. I shouldn't say he's the creator. He's one of the brains that it came from. Right. Uh, the Young Bucks, obviously, 
major influence on uh, creating the company. Uh, Kenny Omega, another big name. Hangman Page was also in the conversation. I don't know if he actually, uh, you know, fronted money like the rest of them did or not, because I don't think he was labeled as a executive producer like the others were, but he was there for it. Yeah, that's for that. That, that much is for sure. OK. Uh, yeah, the. I don't know. WWE is so mm. <laughs> I can't I, I really can't with them. What? I just I ha- I don't really watch anything like I've been going back and watching old stuff from them um, because that's when I watched a lot like uh, a lot of the uh, um, Raw's war shit and like that yeah. WCW Monday Night War stuff and all that. Like I've, I've been going back and watching that, or I'll go back and watch like all the old TLC matches with Edge, Christian, and the Hardys and the Dudleys, because I loved watching those matches. Um, even though some of them kind of had some botch moves and shit, but I, I still loved watching those. Uh, as far I, as the content nowadays, like I'll go and watch AEW. And there's been a few times where I'm watching the show, I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know about that, but you know, the second you voice that publicly on Twitter, you get attacked <laughs> by AEW oh, stands. No matter what, it's it's Twitter. Yeah, cesspool of the internet. Yeah. So oh. I I don't know. Uh, there's I love wrestling. I love the sport of wrestling, and I love uh, watching it. But when the stories are kind of just meh, I'm not yeah. saying like AEW, I'm talking WWE. Yeah, when the stories are meh. Well, AEW has some problems too. <laughs> there are problems there too. So, but I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I'm interested uh, to see what um, Freddie Prince Jr. does with his yeah, like little was, venue. It, like, honest to God, right now, ever since AEW got on the scene, this is probably the best time to be a wrestler because yeah like not only are people getting hyped for these tv show you know the the two companies on tv we got new japan opening an american branch yeah uh which was a couple years ago now but it's so still would that fresh be new, new japan <laughs> i don't it's something it's it's dumb whatever it is i know that I, I saw the name before and I'm like, that's dumb. But watch old New uh, Japan, bro. Oh, any New Japan, actually, I just love their their mm-hmm. wrestling. I love a lot of the styles some of the guys bring there that you don't necessarily get to see. Oh, here as often like New Japan is brutal. <laughs> it, well, like them and like some of the different uh, indie circuits and shit that run Luchador wrestling, uh, Lucha Libre yeah. and shit like that. Triple like, A and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many great athletic people in those that it's like if the story sucks, I don't care because they're actually really athletic and Mm. and everything. But then you come here and you watch WWE and you're like, could they be at least one? (laughs) Could could they be athletic and a good story? Or yeah. can they at least be uh, just athletic? Because there's some people on the roster right now that I don't know if it's because they're told not to do certain things, you know, like how they're just like, oh, no, you can't 100%. do that. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. So they're being and, told not to do shit so they can't actually show off their their man, talents, you know? Ninety percent of WWE matches either end in DQ or a roll up anymore. Yeah. I Honest haven't. Xavier Woods, one of the members of the New Day, uh Austin Creed of Up Up Down Down and G4, mm. uh fame of anyone out there, you know, follows the gaming uh industry, you know, uh celebrities. His signature move right now is a roll up. Yeah. Those are fine once in a while. <laughs> but Seriously, what is the point of having a signature move if you're just going to win with a roll up? I, I mean, what happened to the days of the Batista bomb, the tombstone pile driver, the rock bottom? Yeah, but the rock also had this thing where he just swung his arms around and then dropped an elbow on you and won. The so, people's elbow. Yeah, yeah. The people's elbow. <laughs> the five knuckle shuffle. You know, if it if if the rock was starting out now, right now in WWE. I guarantee to you that the people's eyebrow would be like a move. <laughs> and as soon as you get the people's eyebrow, they drop uh, to their knees. <laughs> but you know, there's, there are people who are happy with WWE. And, you know, if you're content with that, you know, all the power to you in the world, because I do not know how uh, they do have extremely talented people. I'll give them that. Uh, fucking Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns. The Usos, uh, Roman has Sasha come, and Naomi. Like Tom, they, they, their roster is so stacked. They should have the best show on the planet. Yeah, but I think they're just getting too much, too much creative control by a bunch of guys who think that they know what the audience wants to see. You know what I mean? And, and you mean Vince? <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a bunch but, of guys in Vince's head <laughs> talking to him for his multiple I personalities. Mean, <laughs> so <laughs> even outside of AEW, like MLW is talking about trying to get a TV deal. Yeah, that is a really good popular one on YouTube that you can watch for free. Uh, it, it just the local indie scene. Like if you haven't gone and seen an indie wrestling in your local neighborhood, go do it. Yeah, like these guys, they're so uh, reinvigorated by the industry right now. They're putting on amazing matches and you might see someone that you could follow their career to, you know, becoming a big household name. There was an indie company I used to watch when I lived up by you and it came through. I don't even know how the hell I got this (laughs) because it was just like midnight on on like some random ass channel but it was like coming in through like detroit i believe it was and it Mm -hmm. was like i mean this was like 20 years ago don't get me wrong well not 20 years ago like 13 14 years ago something like that and the the talent that came through there i mean yeah they were like scrawny looking dudes and stuff like some of them but oh my god could they throw a promo and could they wrestle dude It, it wasn't about how big they looked which i feel is what wwe is going back to again is like how big and muscular and how manly these guys look. I'm like, that's not what the sport should be about, you know, and bring me talent. Like you can have a muscular guy and he doesn't even know how to move his damn feet, you know, 
or you could have some scrawny looking dude like Spike Dudley who knows how to, you know, take a bump and and, you know, fall off a ladder without killing himself even though he's like 130 pounds. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Oh, there's nothing more exciting than watching someone like Keith Lee, who is mm. a massive guy, much bigger than me, yeah, yeah. but can move around the ring like a high flyer. Oh, yeah. There's, um, um what was a, uh, I think it was Keith Lee. I watched uh, a video on him doing some stuff. Like, I keep up somewhat on whatever WWE is doing based on, like, wrestling news from youtube and shit like that like when they talk about certain things going on but honestly the last time i sat down and watched something was wrestlemania and that's just because i wanted to watch stone cold come back and i was like i was curious if he could still you know move <laughs> in, the, in the ring um yeah and it was good on them that they actually did it as a no dq because there's no way in hell i would have believed stone cold would come back from that long and beat him without a no DQ. No, no offense to like Stone Cold or anything like that, but it's just there's ring rust, and yeah. you don't you know, and you could see some of his ring rust even with like how he did some moves and shit like that. You could really see uh, who was it Vince when he stunned Vince at WrestleMania. <laughs> his ring rust. <laughs> oh was, yeah, I'm actually just checking right now to see if the uh, Toledo wrestling is still going on it looks <sighs> yeah it looks like they have not returned after not being able to wrestle for a long time uh, due to lack of sponsors, but uh, Powerbomb Wrestling, they have like a ton of backlog on a fight TV that you can watch for without a subscription. Uh, there's a lot of really good people on there. Uh, yeah. Like, like you'll see some people that end up in NXT's the good NXT before it became shit. Uh <laughs> Like, like I'm saying, go to your local. You might be surprised. Fuck, Rhino showed up so often in Powerbomb just to come watch from Detroit because he lives up there. Mm. Uh, yeah, you might just it's what? such a good time to be a wrestler and not just for the big, big television television stuff. So I uh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shit out there. And you can find it now a lot easier than you used to be able to when we were younger. Um, mm -hmm. Looking for it on the internet and shit like that now. Where before yeah. it was just like, I don't I don't know where to find any of this. <laughs> um, there's a lot of creativity out there outside of the big two. Uh, three if you count TNA. And TNA's dead. Is it dead finally? No, it's just Impact now. They rebranded your... Oh, okay, okay. See, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, same company, new name. Yeah, so I'm... Yeah, like I said, I'm curious to see what uh, Freddie Prince does with his thing. I know he's actually going to sag all of his uh, wrestlers. At least that's the plan. Which is a huge deal if he manages it. It's a huge deal. It's good for whoever 
joins his company because it's going to, you know, uh, protect them um, in the long run. They'll get SAG benefits. They'll get which it actually makes sense because you're on TV as an actor, you know, yeah. especially it, for for fuck Vince, because he's always like, <laughs> this is not wrestling it is sports entertainment as an entertainment company then you are hiring actors so your shit should be sag like those actors those talent actors wrestlers you know should yeah. be protected because it's not like a normal sport like football or anything like that where you know they're they're not acting on a football field well sometimes <laughs> people are but <laughs> You know, it's not their uh, job well, to go out there and cut a promo in front of thousands of people and make it believable at the same time. For wrestlers, that is their job. Didn't you say the XFL is coming? Yeah. Oh, next year, the XFL is coming back. February 18th. Yeah, The Rock brought the XFL back. He's uh, partnered with uh, Disney, I believe it was. Correct? Yeah, of all people. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what they do with that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just looking forward to the world of wrestling growing. It's very interesting to me because I'm seeing wrestling become this bigger, better thing again from from uh, growing up with it. And yeah, like we've had these like PG eras and stuff like that. I don't actually care if it's PG or not, as long as it's no, good. if it's entertaining yeah. enough, it will give you something to right. enjoy. Now, I know there's some wrestlers that don't like that because they feel constricted, which I understand that, too, to a yeah. point. But you also have to figure out Pick this your is, company. This is also where I feel that for WWE, they should mark them as SAG because you're constricting them to a very specific grade level basically of like you can't do this this and this but you can do this this and this you can't say these words and you can say this word and this and you can't bleed unless it's being you know paid for a lot by people <laughs> and like i'm like wait what and if you do bleed on accident you get fined i'm like what what fucking shit is that like i can control if somebody accidentally cuts me open oh um what was there's that one mexican luchador promotion um C, C, uh, C, CMW or something like that. They're, uh, 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 yeah. If you bleed, they'll actually find you. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are doing that now. Also, with the luchador, though, like you're generally wearing a mask. So hopefully, yeah. if you're bleeding, you're not bleeding that much. It's CMLL, by the way. You can watch that on Fight as well. It is the PG uh, Mexican wrestling. No swearing, no vi uh, no heavy violence. Oh, yeah. I've seen this company before. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Um, that'd be one for kids to get into and shit like that. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was one. We were watching some. Oh, God. What was it? I don't remember what it was now, uh, but it was uh, midget wrestling or small people wrestling, but they call it midget wrestling. That's what they call it. So or called it. And it was, you know, them running out there. My wife's like, what the hell are you watching? I was like, 
and I told her I don't even remember what I was actually watching. I just remember it was wrestling. <laughs> and they had like five or six guys out there attacking. Maybe it was like a big show thing. Was it the big show? For, and then they had like. I think it was a big show one where they had like a bunch of little people come out and like fight the big show. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's what it was. But yeah, so there's that stuff is always fun to watch um, just because you get to see them actually kick ass. And it's fucking awesome, (laughs) especially because every so often you'll find some really good, talented uh, ones out there, which is pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Trying to skate on the way I say things, and that, as I re- recall what world we live in nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I I heard an interesting thing recently where yeah uh, we ha- always have two thoughts about things. Uh, the first thought is how society has shaped us to think, and their second thought is our actual, you know, our own like oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Like our morality kicking in. <laughs> Meh. So, uh, it's just morals, an interesting thing I heard recently. Morals, empathy, ethics. <laughs> you no, know, it's more of like us as a person, like who we are. Do like, we need those things really? No. <laughs> uh, I could tell you I'm never taking that class again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do an ethics movie marathon and uh, we're gonna die deep dive into it with tivis one of these days just because he hates it so much <laughs> so what have you guys been watching you see anything oh, interesting so we started stranger things we're two episodes in uh oh yeah we, we haven't watched more so good um we started that that was pretty good and um we we watched R- ralph rex the internet again last night Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we were watching last night. That's a good one. I, um, I enjoy that one. My wife, not so much. But I'm trying to think. We started watching like this these shows on Disney Plus, like the the um, National Geographic shows. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like the ancient cities or lost ancient cities or whatever. And we'll, okay. Because I was going to turn on, like, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> and my wife's like, can't you turn on something, you know, uh, educational? I was like, it's educational. Well, it's you get to learn edu- about the it's dark. educational. <laughs> so we ended up, I was like, fine. Which She's like, well, turn that on. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, we don't know what it's about. I was like, clearly it's about lost cities. <laughs> that, I love that, those type of shows, though. Yeah, we ended up watching it. I was like, I was like, bet you. I was like, look at the guy. I was like, bet you the first time he talks, he's going to talk with like a super proper, like English, you know, everything. As soon as he started talking, he started talking with great English. I was like, I fucking told you. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> so it wasn't hosted by Josh Gates? No, it was um some, uh I, th- I believe, I don't want to say. Uh, I'll say Asian man because I don't know if he was Japanese or Chinese. I couldn't gauge that or anything. They didn't really go into his uh, stuff. Um, and uh, uh, he, I, I want to, I don't remember his name. Um, so he uh, actually only has one leg too, and he was surfing. <laughs> he was surfing, and um, 
in one of the shots and my wife's like man he's like the tom cruise of of the uh uh documentary world like the our scientists tom cruise is a scientist and i was like well tom cruise is a scientologist <laughs> and then he gets out of the water and i was like oh he doesn't have a leg and she's like oh yeah he probably got bit off by a shark surfing <laughs> Cause, yeah, maybe because he's surfing in all these waters that are like they're not like the beaches of California or anything like that. So yeah. Anyways, I'm shocked you found some kind of historic, you know, missing oh. city type show that Josh Gates doesn't have his hands it's, in. It's that Albert, dude is out of everything. Albert Lynn. Albert Lynn. Okay. Yep. Albert Lynn. This the guy? Yeah. Oh, all right. I think I've seen him and stuff before. I think this is the guy. It looks like him. That's not the one I watched. But yeah, it's I think that was him. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen this guy and stuff before. I didn't know he only had one leg though. That's cool. Uh yeah, that's him right there. Yep. I just looked at a picture to double check. Yeah. So the epic lives of Albert Lynn. Oh, this but, this is a story about how he lost his leg. Oh. Now I'll feel is bad it, if it was like something serious. I mean, I guess losing a leg either way is serious. But yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, what can you do now? It's in the past. Yeah. Uh. But how intense is Stranger Things? This like, oh boy, they uh, I think they made a good call with that uh, uh, <laughs> content warning at the beginning of the first episode. <laughs> um, oh, with uh, episode. Wait, say that again. I said I think Stranger Things made a good call with that content warning at the beginning of the first episode. Oh yeah, um, which. It was good that they did that. Um, I mean, clearly, you know, as soon as they say that, though, what's something is going to happen yeah. of that sort. So it, it kind of ruined the, the moment. But at the same time, I'm like, this is a bit intense for me. Yeah. As soon as they did that and then we got to the scene, I was like, oh, and I looked at my wife. and I was like, just be prepared. <laughs> I was just like. Um, yeah so well it's because a lot of the times like a lot of people general public I should say are not and I want to use these words properly but as far as moviegoers the general public of watching movies that don't watch like a lot of foreign stuff or certain types of horror movies and shit like that aren't used to actually seeing um, kids and stuff killed on screen. So I, I think that's why that scene hits some some people, uh, like really intently and everything mm. like that because it's not something natural to see. We all don't want to see it anyways, even if you are used to seeing it in movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why I always pick. Uh, damn it, my dog. Uh, Jacob Tremblay uh, to play any child actor in anything because he's freaking fantastic for his 
death scene in a specific movie I won't say because in case people haven't seen it yet. But yeah. he, he does a really good job to the point where I believe it was this one where they had to have him dial it back because he was scaring the people on set <laughs> with it. So um, yeah. it, it is something that is definitely one of those impactful things in any type of content, I would say, to see. Um, it's almost uh, it's going to sound bad, but I actually I don't necessarily cry for I haven't seen one anyways where I've cried for that moment um that i can remember but i can damn sure tell you every time i cried for when an animal was killed on screen oh yeah no yeah yeah same same but like, i've like, also fuck been you i am legend like fuck that like, come on oh god that's the worst i have to skip that scene man like Every time I watch it, I'm like, no, I walk away from the TV. <laughs> Marley and me, fuck you for tricking me. <laughs> uh, did I? Hmm, I am becoming such a, a bigger bitch as I age. Oh, I, I don't I, even I think have kids yet. I totally understand now Kevin Smith like crying in like all of his videos because <sighs> I can 100%. I mean, granted, I'm crying out of an emotional response for like a death or, or something like that, not because I. Well, no, because I have cried. I cried during Birds of Prey. That's right. I, I, well, I teared up. I didn't cry, I should say. And I've said this publicly before. Uh, I even see that, uh, said that on a live stream that I like teared up because of Birds of Prey. Because of uh, Black Canary's uh, uh, canary cry. It was like the first time I saw a superpower done on screen so like beautifully. I was just like so happy about it. And I was just like, it made me tear up. <laughs> and it did it multiple times when I went and watched it because I saw that in like theaters four times. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, getting so into something that you're excited to. I, yeah. Fucking Harry Potter. You know, those books taught me to read. And then I go and see the no. fourth film and mm. I fucking start tearing up because i'm like oh my god i'm actually getting to watch this <laughs> first time in my life that's ever happened to me it's happened a lot since yeah again i've gotten a bigger bitch as i got older but <laughs> i think as we get older we're like uh, our our bones are thinning so we're less hard so we're just like we're becoming weak little bitches i don't know oh there's so many things like that <laughs> When you you see like a passion project from someone and you see mm. it on screen, it's like I'm not even having emotional content with what's going on, but I yeah. know this person does, and it's like, oh, I'm so happy for oh, them. It's totally <laughs> like I'm I'm totally gonna be that way when I watch Pentaverte, the Mike Myers uh, show that's on Netflix. Oh yeah, because he's like, I mean, he talked about that, literally referenced those people in. Uh, I married an axe murderer or whatever it was back in like the 90s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, dude's been like planning this forever. <laughs> like, you know, this is like his passion project. And, and yeah. I've seen so many other people have like their passion project. Like, I mean, I have one that I've written, I wrote like years ago and I'm like, I just want to do this. I keep being told to sell it, and I'm just like, no, I want to, I want to do this one. This is my my baby. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's it's funny how I've noticed myself becoming more vulnerable in movies as I've gotten older. Yet 
in real life, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm just like stone cold in like real life. But when it comes to watching some fake shit, I'm just like, oh man, don't mm. do that. And my eyes start getting red. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. So maybe I just care more about my stories than my life, my real life. <laughs> yeah they're meant to be an escape so (laughs) yeah um oh i found uh that one uh uh guy um uh lynn um Mm -hmm. from the ancient thing the way he lost his leg was he was driving uh, a friend my friend was driving and it rolled over he said and it was a split second and i didn't instinctively tried to stop him from tipping and the truck flipped over and that's how he ended up losing his leg Roll cage landed on top of the limbs. Oh, bones, bones splintered like bamboo, he says. And just like that, in a cloud of Ugh. dust, dirt, and blood, his life was changed. Ah, no. Picture Don't that. Don't like that. <laughs> Don't like that. No. That's a. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Didn't mean to change the subject abruptly. Um, no, uh, but no, like, how, how do you feel like when you get like um, emotional and stuff like that in movies? Like, are you like that? It, do you keep that emotional state running into your actual life after the product is over? Like, can you watch it and be like, either because I mean, movies and stuff are it supposed varies. to, yeah, like, uh, one thing I watched that was you know actual reality mm-hmm. uh was uh when uh oh god hey uh, uh when the the blue ranger from uh dino fury uh uh-huh. yoshi uh sidarso uh they were doing the announcements for uh you know who's replacing them in uh ninja steel oh yeah and, yeah uh he read the card and it was his brother who auditioned with him for Dino Charge, but mm. didn't get the part. So now they're both get uh, uh, Peter Sudarsu is his name. And um, uh, he was in Supergirl, actually. And so uh, he's like seeing that his brother is now going to be a Power Ranger and they both get to share this experience of being part of the show. Yeah. And he just starts bawling and like that got me yeah. that guy <laughs> <laughs> no i saw uh, that video i could see how that could get people for sure yeah yeah i um yeah i it's all uh, that was a pretty cool moment actually mm-hmm. of brotherly love for sure and and the love for the franchise because you know they both grew up watching that shit, you know, together. Oh, yeah. They're huge fans of both Power Rangers and Super Sentai. And um, I can't remember which one, if it was Yoshi or Peter, but one of them became the first uh, Power Ranger to, well, actor, the character mm-hmm. didn't appear, but yeah. to uh, go and be in uh, a cameo in a Sentai episode. Oh, nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, Yoshi was actually a stunt, uh, one of the suit performers for a couple seasons before finally getting on the show itself. Yeah, yeah. And he's only a year older than me. <laughs> uh, whenever I hear people are only like a year older than me or a couple years older than me, I always feel like shit. 
thank God Ryan Reynolds is at least 10 years older than me. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so weird being in the age now where everyone becoming big is younger than you. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're like, man, I, I could have done that when I was there. I'm like, no. No, I was in a bad place at that time. I wouldn't have been able to do that shit or some other crap. But no, I, I actually like the fact that we're we're able to talk about this because, you know, it's it's awesome because movies are movies, TV stories are supposed to pull out an emotional response from you, mm-hmm. whether it's fear, love, anger, you aggravation, know, <laughs> aggravation anything and, and a lot of times you're like, like you we we say like oh i teared up or i cried during this it doesn't necessarily mean it's because it was a sad moment it could be for happy moments things like that too um i can say i've never done that for a hallmark movie though because <laughs> fuck hell those things are just the emotional response those movies get from me is laughter <laughs> um if, if people are not familiar who have not listened continuously through the podcast, uh, me and my wife do this thing where we pick a Hallmark movie every so often and we'll watch it and basically just uh, I'll make fun of it and see if she agrees or not. And most of the time she does. <laughs> I try to make a fun of one of the shows that she's watching right now, though. It's not a Hallmark show. It just uh, to me, I don't think it's setting proper standards for younger women. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I was like pointing these things out and she's just like, like she didn't disagree with me, but she also didn't agree with me. She just didn't respond at all. It's like, it just, it's just so fucking stupid. Cause it's, uh, I think it's called Emily in Paris or some shit like that. Yeah. It's Emily in Paris. Basically this girl just goes to freaking Paris and she's like, you know, I don't want to. I guess I can, I'm gonna spoil it because I don't. I doubt our listeners are watching it. If I'm making fun of it, I don't know. But like, in, in the first season, she like sleeps with her best friend's little baby brother who's underage, and, and the family just makes fun of it. And then the next season, she sleeps with her best friend's ex boyfriend, <laughs> the same friend. I'm just like that's a we, bad friend. What are we doing here, man? And then like she went into this class, and uh, there was this hot guy, um, and this is like after she's trying to break things off with the friend's ex boyfriend thing, and you see this other hot guy, and she walks away from him in this episode. And I tell my wife, I'm like, watch. I bet you by the end of the season, she bangs him, and she walks over and goes to a a, a female partner in this class that she's in. Uh, learning uh, uh, is it French that they whatever they speak in Paris I'm very stupid about that it's French okay that's what I was thinking yeah yes of course it is duh Um, so yeah she does that (laughs) and then I'm just like I was and my wife looked at me and she's like see she didn't even go to him I was like just wait the next episode they became partners and I'm like I told you she's gonna fucking sleep with them by the end of it it's just that so many like there's so many th- things that happen in there though mm-hmm. that I'm just like this is not set good like it's like Twilight Twilight does not set like proper expectations of what a relationship or love no. or anything is 
should be. It's all like porn. It's not proper expectations for young people. Why are we feeding this to them? Like, don't expect this shit. I'm sorry, but if you get into a relationship and you just expect your husband to just blow on your face every time afterwards, you're it's a, it's a bad expectation. So, in the same regards, Twilight, bad expectation for little girls to to think of in terms of love in a relationship. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's a good analogy. <laughs> I think I'm breaking uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I forgot what show we were doing, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh. Yes, if you guys want to listen to us be more tame, you can listen to the Monster Cast. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. So, what do you got, man? Anything? Uh, well, you know, it's it was a pretty big weekend for uh, nerds, pretty much. Yeah, Kenobi debuted with uh, two episodes for, and it was Star Wars Celebration. We got so much, dude. Apparently, there's a Ahsoka teaser on the way. They showed there. Oh, I've nice. been avoiding the shitty video captures of it because <laughs> I want to watch it in proper. Yeah, you know. Uh, but Kenobi, dude, I am loving the show. I I really am. Um, I don't. I don't want to say it's better than Mandalorian because I feel like they're offering two different things that I'm enjoying well, for would, different reasons. I would think that the the reason that people might say that is because of the connection you already have. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's the familiarity I'm getting. Like, yeah, this the time it's set in. I mean, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels, uh, Solo, you know, it's got a lot of stuff set in that area mm. already and then it's kenobi wow. and a character that we already like um it's yeah it's familiarity it's it's like it's the safe star wars that not you that, know is good not only that your main character actually can emote because he's not just a helmet <laughs> so that helps oh, dude. <laughs> you, dude his acting in this oh i don't want to say too much because you haven't watched it yet but damn he is good <laughs> i mean ian mcgregor is great in anything like he was like know, one of the the as as the dceu goes he was the probably the my favorite villain from all of the dceu stuff yeah, Black Bass was pretty fun. Yeah, he was freaking I'll, I'll give fun you as hell. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just thinking about oh, Obi Wan, you know, you see, think about the prequels. He's mm-hmm. kind of bubbly, not that serious at times. Uh, kind of not until like the whatever last type episode guy. three. Episode three is yeah. when he gets a little more serious. Well, this you this show introduces you to depressed Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> like he is. Now I heard that at they, the end of his rope. <laughs> I heard that they have like, well, I, th- I saw that they have like young uh, Luke, and then they have a young mm. Leia as well. Yeah, yeah, that's dude. This actress that plays Leia, I have a feeling that as long as you know she doesn't, unfortunately, have go the way of most child actors, mm-hmm. uh, she could have a long career of being the new Leia as they make do, more of these as she ages. Do you think uh, that's what I was going to actually ask is like, do you think that Disney and, 
and them are possibly trying to redo the Star Wars franchise after the um the uh uh what is it the the prequel series what do you mean like because like i mean it's super easy to redo now because you're casting younger actors to play the actors you know you, you mean like you retell could, the original story yeah, or stuff? yeah i don't think so no this, it's this is everything they've done is just adding on to stuff that already exists okay so i i don't Maybe one day they'll reboot the entire thing and do it all over again. But it seems like a lot I mean, of work. We kind of already got that with uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. But uh, as of right now, with everyone that's in charge of it, they kind of just want to keep building out what's already there. Right. Build on to the universe. Yeah. Which we're getting a lot. I mean, you got Bad Batch and uh, Kenobi well, filling in the gaps. How? Uh, in between the stuff that exists and then Mandalorian and Boba Fett uh, continuing the story into the 30 year gap we have until the sequel. So how old are Luke and Leia in this series when they show uh, them? This is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So so how old was Luke then when he went and found the force and all that shit? Uh, well, that is uh, the old George Lucas canon kind of kept changing that from it, it was somewhere between 18 and 20. Right. But I think the new Disney like era stuff is sticking with them being 20. So this would be 10 years before A New Hope. So Hugh McGregor gets in bad shape in 10 years, basically. Is what well, you're he's saying. living on a desert. So have you seen what the sun does to skin? Yeah, but he also gets really old. <laughs> have you seen what the sun does to skin? <laughs> um. No, I, all I, you I was people curious. who are addicted to tanning, I hope you expect are, are happy looking eighty when you're fifty. It, it would be <laughs> it would be cool like if this show lasted for like seven or eight. You know, it's not going to knowing no. how they do it. But if this show this show potentially could go for the entire ten year term, yeah, leading, yeah. leading if, up if to, they can come up with enough stories, right? Yeah, I, I, the reasoning they got to get him to go on this adventure, uh, I was not expecting. I expected something else, and I'm happy with what we got. Uh, I don't know how many of these they can contrive, though, to be honest, because right. he is supposed to be a hermit on this desert planet yeah. for a long time. He's supposed to just be there. Yeah, and I know he, he wants to do a season two, but I'm like, how... I need to see how this one ends to even justify how that would be possible. Right. Right. Like, and it's only six episodes. So there were hat today. And as you, we record this, we're halfway done. Well, you also have to justify like, um, where are all these people going to be? Um, mm. you know, episode four. So are we going to kill them off in the show? Or what, what are we doing? Are we just going to leave it off screen? So if we decide yeah. to do another show before episode four, we can do and use these characters it, again. It, it'll be interesting to see how much crossover we get, too, because we also have Andor coming up, mm. which is set like. What, like a couple of years before A New Hope, so that's going to be way down the line from Kenobi, so I mm. guess there wouldn't be much crossover there. 
and Ahsoka is set around Mandalorian, so I doubt we'll see any crossover with that. So this it's kind of on its own for now with the live action stuff. I mean, maybe we'll see some more animated characters like the Bad Batch guys. Yeah. Can can we get a like an Ewoks show again? Yeah. Again. Again. Like, oh well, they didn't do one before. They did the movies, the Caravan of Courage well, there was and the cartoon. Battle of Endor. Well, the yeah, Caravan there, there Caravan was the cartoon or whatever. Yeah, Caravan of Courage, and then they had the Battle for Endor. Mm-hmm. Both, those were like my favorite. <laughs> my, I'm sorry, those were my favorite Star Wars movies at the time when they, they those came out. Like, I just liked those ones because I wasn't dealing with some dumb boy trying to learn how to use magic. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I was. I'm gonna get hate for that, but I was just happy yeah, uh, with yeah, that a as a younger that's, person. That's, that's one thing I watched the the trailer for Andor and I'm please let this be the first thing they make that has zero to do with lightsabers. Yeah. Just one thing. Well, did Merit Mando didn't have lightsabers, did it? It has the dark saber. Luke shows up. Ahsoka's in. Oh, that's in it's season got two. Jedi. Yeah. It's the freaking Grogu. So many Jedi are alive still when they thought there was no Jedi left. They're pretty scattered as of now. Interesting. So you think Ahsoka is going to show up in uh, Obi-Wan? Maybe. I'm not 100% though, because she does have a show coming up, but I I feel like they won't. They're going to save her for that. Yeah, because her show takes place after Mando, right? Yes. So that's around there. Maybe they might be. Cohen's uh, so happening at the same time. I, roughly I'm not too sure. 15, 20 years after we started Obi then. Obi-Wan. That would be roughly yeah, about that. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting to see what they do, man. I'm I know there's probably people hating on the show and there's probably, you know, people loving the show, so yeah, um, they're as, mostly unhappy with the the third sister antagonist, which they're she's too annoying. I'm like, well, good. Then they did what they're supposed to do because she's an annoying character. <laughs> <laughs> that emotion you're feeling is not you disliking the character. It's feeling what they want you to feel. Right. It's just like the, the Last of Us 2 game when you're made to feel uncomfortable and unhappy with what happens. That's literally <laughs> what they want you to feel. So they're succeeding in their job. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. People, people, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. No man, I'm I'm interested to see it once I finally get to watching it. I um, I've watched the prequel series way too many times than I should have. <laughs> so yeah. Well, get ready for. Uh, I will tell you this. Get ready for like a three or four minute recap of all those before this show begins. Really, they do that. Yeah, they're doing what they're doing with uh, Marvel now with the um, the oh, shit. What's that show called? Mm. The uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, uh, they have the behind the scenes show and then they have like the little one seven to eight minute recap. Oh, not one shots. I don't I don't know what those are that you're talking about. I don't think I've ever seen them. Unless it's just yeah. like the recap that they put at the beginning of each show. No, no, no. They're they recap like everyone's story so far. Uh, Legends, Marvel oh, Legends. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, they're actually really interesting if no one has checked those out yet. But <clears throat> yeah. They remind you, they try and give you somewhat of a feedback to the characters before you go and watch the new product so you don't have to watch 500 movies before. Yeah, that's actually, I was listening to one guy review uh, Kenobi, and he's like, I wish I would have known they recapped his story before this episode, because I literally just watched all three prequels in a row to get a refresher before watching this show. <laughs> At that point, too, I would be like, you don't even need the first one, just the last two, uh, episode two and three, really. Yeah, but Star Wars fans are weird. <laughs> all fans are weird. Uh -huh. Trust me. Oh, we are a different breed, let me tell you. Yes, we are. <laughs> I uh, I refuse to let my kid watch certain uh, things without watching the first and second and third and tenth one before. <laughs> yeah. And with, like, the new Fast and Furious, like, Fast 10 coming out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch all of them again. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I can. Oh, man. Uh, so um i'm trying to think of what else i've been watching for the week because it hasn't been a very long week since we last spoke actually no this is we the first time we're doing two in a row two in a for row. a long time yeah well last week was a, a a nice treat that we were both able to do um chippendale and stuff like that yeah we, we enjoyed it so much that uh we wanted to record about it if you haven't listened to it i recommend going back yeah it starts about 20 minutes in for the Chippendale talk. Yeah. <laughs> As my wife was like, you named it Chippendale, but you you don't even start talking about it till like 20 minutes in. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty fun. It's a, it's a pre-show. <laughs> like, you got to talk about something else, too. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm really trying to think what I watched. Like, uh, oh, Sonic 2. I watched Sonic 2. Duh. Oh, shoot. We haven't checked that out yet. Yeah. Is it good? I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good uh, of a film for a, like the Sonic uh, <laughs> gaming films and stuff like that. Um, it does a lot more game references than the first one even did. Okay. So it's pretty cool to see those, especially if you played the games and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of like hidden Sega things in there that I noticed. Um and all that so I, I enjoyed it finally getting to watch it. i really wish i would have watched it in theaters but at least i got to watch it um with the yeah. family and stuff like that so uh, uh possibly I'm, jim carrey's last yeah I, that's the only thing i'm worried about because i don't think this is a good swan song for him like i i think that he he needs to do one more so christopher nolan gets to start making ace ventura three yeah with Jim Carrey. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> because any studio who wants to make some money should be working on that right now. Yeah. Like convincing Nolan to do it. Because everybody would go watch Jim Carrey do Ace Ventura Pet Detective 3, directed by Christopher Nolan. And you market it as Jim Carrey's final film. Come on. Mm. That movie would oh, make bank money. for them. That would print money. It'd be the easiest way for them to make money. So I I really do hope that he does come back and does something else as his final film. I don't hate and his and rebuttal. He very well could, because I mean he was retired once before. He's just 
he seems so bored of the industry in general. Oh, yeah. He likes to make fun of it, which I mean, we all do too. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> His comments after the whole smack incident was some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, yeah. Bloated, dumb industry. Uh, I got into a new anime. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, Lupin the Third. Is it like a medieval thing? No, it's uh, it's actually t- its fiftieth anniversary is this year. But uh, I'm watching the original series, which aired in the seventies. Uh, it's a super thief and his cohorts, mm-hmm. and uh, a-, a cop who's constantly dogging him trying to catch him it's pretty like i don't i've seen it before when i was younger and i thought this is a dumb show but now that i'm sitting down and actually watching it i'm i'm enjoying it there's a lot of good hijinks in it like the one i just watched he spends an entire year in jail just to drive the cop trying to catch him insane yeah because he spends the entire year telling him they got the wrong guy and stuff. And he grows a beard. Then he grows out his fingernail, shaves his beard with the fingernail because, you know, cartoon and swaps with a, a guard that has a beard. And the guards in there like screaming it. No, he sw- I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he almost gets away with it, too, except he screws up at the very end because they send the guard to go get uh, the electric chair and he's like yeah send him to the gas chamber and they're like this prison doesn't have a gas chamber Lupin <laughs> wow yeah I'm like he's gonna kill that car <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. funny um no where's it at is it on a service or uh I'm not entirely sure I am f- watching it through a not so legal site <laughs> Oh, Tivis is trying to get everybody in trouble here. I see what you're doing, man. Um, so as far as anything else goes that I've been watching, I'm trying to remember. Like we finished up, we finally watched, I should say, and finished um Queen's Gambit. Oh, so it, it's available through Amazon, by the way. Okay, cool. But oh, so, I've yeah, heard good things about Queen's Gambit. It was really good. Um. I want more TV like that. So I'm going to look for more stuff like friend that. Friend of was, the show Mosier enjoyed it as well, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. 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 I was talking to him about it. Um, uh, Anna, Anna, Anna Taylor joy is the uh, lead and uh, she's been sprouting up everywhere. She's like big uh, for people who, for like our comic book guys and stuff like that who watched New Mutants, she plays magic in that as well. Um, oh shit, she so, is, isn't she? Yeah, and uh, she's also in the Northman movie that I recently had watched, probably about a month or so ago now. <laughs> um, but she's she's popping up in everything. She's a really good actress. She's actually the girl. Have you seen Split? No. Well, it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer, but she's actually the girl that gets kidnapped and split um okay yeah and then she's i've seen the trailers and have you seen glass no okay because well, i haven't seen split she's also in glass as well so yeah. oh, okay that makes sense it, it kind of spoils it for splits because then you're like oh she lives but yeah <laughs> i you know i kind of expected her to anyway yeah 
So yeah, um, but she's been in so much stuff recently that I've just been like going through and finding her, and I just find her like just great. Her and Mia Goth are like both mesmerizing to watch acting because they're just both so great. Um, Mia Goth, if people haven't seen her, she was just in the X movie that recently came out. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to remember some of other, uh, her other movies, Mia Goth's movies, because they're just good. Like, uh, Suspiria is uh, another one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the bigger ones that maybe people have seen. Uh, that's not a big one, but, uh, she's, she plays the, uh, one of the younger versions, I think, in Nymphomaniac Volume 2. Um, don't watch those movies unless you guys have any interest in just like the filmmaking process. <laughs> uh, my wife hated watching those, but she watched both of them. She was a trooper. I can't imagine why. Uh, she was a, she was a trooper. So, um, yeah, but X is a really good one. I, I, I definitely tell everyone to go watch that. Uh, she's super mesmerizing in that. Like I, I won't stop saying that that's the, 19, it's based in 1979 um, where they're like making an adult film in Texas and then things all go awry during the making of this. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it. It's an A24 movie too. So really cool. Let's see. And that's all I got to say about those two. Yeah, those are my ducks <laughs> chirping in the back. Uh, okay. They're literally like right there, <laughs> like right off to the side of me. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, and my dogs are barking every or growling at them and stuff because they want to eat them. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I've watched outside of what I've already said. I have been doing a deep dive on jackass stuff lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like, I've watched all the point fives now of all the movies recently and then um i watched jackass one i've watched jackass forever and i watched jackass two the other day i have to watch jackass three again uh, oh not again but in this run of movies to watch jackass three yeah. and uh doing so it then got me to look for the show which the show is on Paramount. Paramount it's, with the movies. Split. Most of them is on Paramount, but a couple are on Netflix. Yeah, so all the, 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 the whole show and then the actual movies themselves are on Paramount, including Bad mm. Grandpa. And then 2.5 is on Paramount as well, but 2.5, 3.5, 4.5, and Grandpa 4 po or 0.5 or whatever it is are all on Netflix. So if you want to watch the, all the point fives, you got to go to Netflix to watch most of them pretty much. So that's and, ridiculous. And then it got me into this like slope of like, I wanted to look for the show. I haven't watched any of the show yet again. Cause I haven't watched it since like it came out before. So I'm going to do that once I'm done with the movies. But I also am like, now I want to watch Bam Margera's show like Viva La Bam. And I'm like, but I really want to watch Wild Boys again, because at least that had it. 
it was somewhat educational. <laughs> they just did stupid shit during the show, too. So you actually got to learn a little bit more about nature and stuff like that. And uh, Wild Boys, I think, was the show that I actually stayed and paid attention to the most as it was airing before. So I don't know if you ever watched that one or not. No, I've never heard of that. No, it's more of a, a nature show where they it's uh, Steve-O and Chris Pontius um, are the two hosts and they go to like different countries and stuff like that. And there's there's one where they even um, did a thing with a, a cannibalistic tribe. Let's <laughs> just. Uh, yeah. So. They tried to do one of the jackass movies with this cannibal tribe and um, they they couldn't use it in the movie because the people were they, they, they just couldn't control them that time. Yeah, like literally trying to bite people <laughs> and drink their blood and shit. So that's why we don't mess with different tribes, especially when we can't understand them. No. Uh, so. Yeah, um, but then it did get me into looking into like shit on YouTube, and I found like the whole thing of like Bam Margera's breakdown because they didn't have him on the new Jackass movie, which like I feel bad for him for not being able to do it, but I'm also just I'm not even going to reference any of the stuff because of it's a he say you know type thing, he say he say. And you don't know who to believe for it. But I think he did win his yeah. lawsuit. I think he did win his lawsuit. Uh, I know that he also went to rehab finally. So I hope he, he went, gets help. He, uh, According to the videos I watched, he had supposedly gone to rehab because they told him you can't do the movie unless you do this, this and this. And he did that and they still didn't let him do the movie. Just kind of sucks. I feel bad for the guy at the same time, but at the same time, it's always hard to to know uh, or to take what uh, someone who's on drugs and alcohol is saying to to be 100% truth, too. Although I'm sure Johnny Knoxville still drinks and does certain drugs. Like, Yeah, I'm just knows? looking at... I didn't know Bam got a second show. Yeah, Viva La Bam. No, 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 Unholy Union. Oh, yeah, for his, uh, him and his wife. And then there's the Homewrecker spinoff. What was that one? Uh, it's like Trading Spaces, an extreme makeover. Home Homewrecker lasted one season on MTV, hosted by Ryan Dunn. Oh, cool. Yeah, the difference here is instead of the room being renovated, Dunn and his team trashed the place. <laughs> nice. Rest, uh, rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. From October to December 2005. Yeah. And then Steve O got a late night show. Yeah. I I don't know if you listen to Steve O's podcast, but he he talks like a lot about different stuff on there. It was really interesting to like to listen to what he was saying because he almost wasn't gonna be in the new movie. And the reason was, was because he was holding out for more money. And at first I was like, okay, yeah, I guess so. Cause you're Steve-O like, you know, everybody knows Steve-O, you know, and they know Johnny Knoxville. Like those are two names that are really associated with Jackass. Like yeah. that most general people know Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. 
and then or Wee Man too. <clears throat> and um, but he was talking about he's like, look, I've been the most like current person out doing stuff from everybody in there who stayed relevant doing like different things as he's been doing them. He's like, so I feel I bring more to the table, and that's why I asked for more money. I was like, that makes sense. That dude is a really good businessman. If you ever listen to his podcast, he he's he seems pretty smart. So yeah, he's I know um, the radio show I listened to. He was one of their favorite people to have on because mm. he was just he enjoyed talking about everything and anything. He yeah. wasn't just there to push his latest book or whatever. He was he was just there to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I've heard from a lot of people that he's really nice to just sit and chat with because he'll just he'll fucking sit there for and, hours. He don't care. And there's one thing I've always really enjoyed about like um, ex like former drug users and stuff like I see it with Jason Muse as well. Um, and Steve, oh, like when they're actually kicked when they've actually kicked the habit and they've gone through rehab and they're like sober and everything like that they have no issue with talking about their previous issues which opens them up to feel like you're you know actually understanding them and knowing more about them because they don't hold anything back i've noticed that about a lot of not just celebrities like friends i have that had gone through rehab and stuff like that too that um they're just more open about their past because they're proud of where they are now versus where they were before yeah so it's always nice to see that um that group there that that line and everything and this is the exploring life part of operation babble by the way guys hey nothing wrong with that well it's in the title or it's in the song i mean yeah (laughs) so did you finish your purge marathon then um yeah i finished that a while ago uh i had watched what was the last one i don't know i watched them out of order i think i talked about them on here though i know (laughs) oh it's from my headphones yeah uh mike had some black stuff on his forehead (laughs) did you watch them chronologically or just on a whatever whim you wanted well i mean i've seen i saw the first one in order the first few yeah. in order however no way yeah i did watch them in order that they came out okay so wait did i watch them in order that they came out no i didn't <laughs> Did you also watch the TV show or just stick with the movies? I didn't watch the TV show yet. I haven't found it anywhere. Um, I'm sure it's on some streaming platform. Someone will tell me about it. Uh, it was a USA, so it'll probably be uh, Peacock. Peacock. Okay. Um, yeah, I basically watched them in order. One of the movies is a prequel movie. Yeah, the first so, or whatever. Yeah, the first Purge. And then the other, the, the last movie that they did was called The Forever Purge because, you know, Nobody can think of a better name like Jackass Forever, Forever Purge. Like they should have just guys. moved it to Australia, told the story there. It's only based in the states. It's only the United States that uses it. And it's fictional. They can change that. No, they can't. 
Only the United States government would do something so stupid. <laughs> Australia's got a lot of land that they can't live on. They could build a facility. That's where we then send it just the, becomes gladiator yeah, games. Yeah, Never mind. That's that's like you know, that's the prison one. What was that one? Um I don't know. Like a death race, basically. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. <laughs> They're gonna pay-per-view that shit. <laughs> Whoever wins gets their freedom. Death race 2055. <laughs> There's a battle royale or whatever that those movies are called. I like the one with Stone Cold. That was good. What was that other one with? Um, oh, Dexter was in it. Um, and Gladiator dude from 300 was in it. I'm forgetting actors names now. Uh, Michael Carla Hall. Michael C. Hall. Yeah. yeah. And uh um Motherfucker, I'm so mad I can't remember his Why name. Why did it come out? I don't remember. Two thousand and something. <laughs> well, there's Paycheck Gamer. Gamer. Yep. Peep World. Gamer. Oh, gamer. Yep. Gamer. Because it's where they use prisoners as That was his uh, second movie. As they use prisoners as um, like basically you get to play them as video game people. You're in like a VR set oh, and you're playing them. Oh, you know them. what? I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten about that movie. Oh, yeah. that was so fucked. <laughs> so it's oh, like kids, I remember that. It's now. like kids are playing the actual humans in a war. It's like mm-hmm. what the fuck, man. There's a there's a uh, Doctor Who book that came out before that that's kind of similar. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, a video game gets released that everyone really likes, uh, and it's like these two alien races fighting. But it turns out the the people playing the game are controlling actual alien like uh, slaves to fight a war for them, and they brought it to Earth because we're so good at wars. <laughs> <laughs> So they're using us to win for them. There was um Oh, what was it? What was the the, the movie Toy? The Toys? Toys with Robin Williams? Mhm. Yeah, Toy with Robin Williams. Remember in that they walk into a a room where it's a bunch of kids like playing this game, this tank game, and they're like training them to actually use real tanks in wartime and shit like that that they're that they're going to control but they don't know it there was also another one uh another movie i forget the name of it but they actually did that in the movie where it was like they were just playing the game but it was actually killing it was like war games war was it war games i don't i don't remember uh that book i was talking about is called winner takes all by jacqueline rayner by the way if anyone wants to look it up it came out in 2005 uh with doctor who books good luck finding them yeah <laughs> just uh out of experience wait when was it made when was it written? Uh, 2005 2005 so i think that was based off of war games and a little bit it looks like oh probably I, I highly doubt it was a new concept, but that gamer movie, it made me, uh, mm-hmm. reminded me of that book. I really liked that book. 
a young hacker who unwillingly accesses the United States military supercomputer programmed to simulate, predict, and execute nuclear war against the Soviet Union. Okay, maybe. Maybe not. I want to watch war games now. <laughs> that'd be a good one. That's going to be in our list to watch. I, I, I don't think I've ever watched that one, honestly. I, I'm As I'm reading this description, I don't think I've watched that one either yet. So, yeah. Well, did you hear some of the, you know, we're coming up to the summer. That means the big uh, comic events are happening. What did comic you hear the one events kicking off in uh, Marvel? No, what's that? Uh, like, well, you mean the comics, like actual comics yeah, yeah. or like? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like a Comic-Con coming up. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the. Every year they have Marvel and DC and some other companies sometimes do this, uh, not as frequently because, you know, it ruins them how, you know, exciting they are. But mm. they have the big crossover events where all the characters come together for some big thing. And this year it is uh, uh, well, since the Eternals movie came out, uh, there's been a lot of Eternals comics being made and yeah. they're actually good like some of the older stuff like past the uh 2000s uh book eh mostly but uh i forget who's writing the new stuff but they're doing a, a fantastic job well, they and, want people to know who the fuck the eternals are now <laughs> yeah well they had a huge push after uh when Fox still had those movies and they were trying to downplay the mutants, uh, you know, they were pushing the Inhumans, but also the Eternals. And unfortunately for the Inhumans, the Eternals were getting the good shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is probably also why they chose to make that movie. Uh, but they're going they're deciding to take their war on the deviants to the extreme and they're including mutants in that because they are apparently a form of deviant in their eyes. So what that's damn. Yeah. So the Eternals are going to invade Krakoa or something like that. Imagine if they did that in the movie, dude, I know that'd be fucked up. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. Would that be a civil war then? I don't know. Pro- I mean, same similar scale, but less politics, I guess. Right. Well, there isn't. There wouldn't be any politics because they're just like, nah, fuck you. We can't. Yeah. We can't die anyway. So. Well, yeah. Actually, that's a uh, the the, the ac- no no. I mean, like okay, and, and like yeah. Well, here's they, the thing they the mutants they can't die. in the comics have gone a really weird route to where they have I believe they discovered immortality <laughs> so okay. yeah things are real weird with that book so I'm kind of hoping that this kind of takes them back and knocks them off a peg and brings them back to you know a more grounded level <laughs> yeah Cause oh man, ever since they brought back the mutants, the snowball effect with how creepy and just strange and dominating presence they are in the Marvel universe is it's insane. Uh, but uh, another book I heard is a uh, uh, Army of Darkness is getting a new crossover with the uh, Reanimator. 
Hmm. So that could, uh, that sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how invested you are in either of those properties. Reanimate there? I'd love. Yeah. Um, are we talking about, wait, what are we talking about reanimator? Like re like, what are you talking about when you say reanimator? Let's see. I'm confused now. Cause there's reanimator, like where he reanimates dead bodies and shit like that. Um, so army of darkness versus the reanimator. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be. Him. Yeah, and yeah. this isn't the first time that they have crossed paths either. So, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, the Doctor from Reanimator is also our Sorcerer Supreme from Doctor Mordred. Doctor Mordred. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. So, um, yeah, I would be interested to see that. I'd be interested to see it in live action, not just a book. But I'll take the book. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess the last thing I heard, uh, well, other than the Beast Wars comic that I am loving getting cut short, uh, I guess Marvel's about to lose the Conan license. Like for the comic? Yeah. And he's in the middle of like I the prehistoric Avengers. He's part of that team. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> they're like in the middle of stuff. Mm hmm. So and that also means they're going to lose Shumagorath again because, you know, that's not it's an adaptation of theirs. So they can't they he won't appear for a while. I just wonder who's where it's going to go. Is it going to go back to Dark Horse or one of the other indie companies? <sighs> IDW. Take the IDW. That'd be a good one, honestly. I think IDW, I, they seem to be in a downward spiral lately. They closed their gaming company, the, the board game company, and uh, previews, the 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 magazine, uh, like shoved them to the back of the their book. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that company. I hope they're not going to close because I really love what they do. Yeah. But they're also the ones that are making the Beast Wars comic that got cut short. So <laughs> who knows? Hmm. OK. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for this week. That's it. I, yeah. don't, I don't have much. We just figured we'd toss a show together for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember, guys, if you want to join into the fun of selecting a worst film for us to possibly view and watch, to uh, torture you, me, you can do so either through any of our social medias messaging us there. It's YouTube or sorry, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, all at Operation Babble. You can also email us at OperationBabbleOutlook.com and you can join our Operation Babble Facebook group. And that's where we post a lot of different stuff um, where we actually get into conversations with everybody and everything like that. So we would really appreciate it if you joined the group at least or just like left some reviews, shared the podcast with people who like to hear the same type of things that we talk about. As you can see from today and last week, we talk about different things almost every episode. So that's a nice yeah. little thing that we like to uh, keep it's doing. It's in the name. 
Yeah, it's a babbling show. It's we 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 just we talk about whatever the whatever hell vomits is out of going our mouth. On. <laughs> uh, if you want to find another show of ours, we do a Monsters podcast called The Monster Cast. That show is completely different from Operation Babble, where we watch two episodes of The Monsters original 1960s show at the moment. And we then talk about both shows, um, do a breakdown of them, beat for beat almost on those on the each episode. So uh, definitely check that out as well. Uh, that's the Munster cast on any podcast platform. And uh, you can also find the videos for Operation Babble at the Mike Shrews YouTube channel at the moment. So definitely check those out if you want to see our pretty ugly faces. With that said, Tivis, my man, how did you enjoy today's show? I liked it. All right. With that said, guys, my quote for the day comes from the movie Gamer by Ken Castle, a.k.a. Michael C. Hall, a.k.a. Dexter. You ready for this? This is going to be a long one. And it makes no sense out of context. (laughs) Even better. All right. Ready? Ken Castle from Gamer. I'm wired too. I replaced 98% of my own noodle with nano tissue years ago, but mine's different. It's built to send to, to transmit, whereas it's built to send to transmit whereas every other nano cell that I've put out there including the ones in your head cable are designed to receive I think it you do it we're talking every slayer everyone in society city I believe you better I believe your better half would fall under that category provided they were within range of my transmitters dun, yeah you're dun, right that makes no sense dun. what does that mean what does that mean what does it mean? What does it mean? Tell me what it means. It means What's you need to box? go and watch Gamer. <laughs> and go and watch Gamer and you can find out the rest of that story. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Later. Peace. Later. <laughs> you just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.